Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. America! The Nightcap. Yeah, man! USA, baby! Woo! That's what America's all about, see? Right here, this is the USA! Oh, relax. Oh, I'm gonna sit through half. Oh, you gonna throw me? Little actor boy, you wanna go to the Patriots? Get your van. Get your van and go. Okay? Because I'll throw down. I'll throw down any day of the week. Get your little van and drive out of my face, okay? Before I go America, all over your... Nobody can stop the USA. Yeah. But that's not... I am talking about freedom. About choice. America, I don't think you need to worry. Because if you want to beat China, you will. If you don't, that's fine. That, my friend is your victory. Who do you play for? Play for the United States of America. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Is it okay to say that it's 7 o'clock on a Thursday? I think we're just about there. I'm going to go ahead with it. You, you know what? I'm filling in for One Bills Live tomorrow from 12 to 3. They're on their Memorial Day yeah. weekend already, so... My I'm state sure of mind is. is there, but it's just like yeah, tom- still got, still got to grind for one more day. You tom- know? Tomorrow's going to be like trivia night or trivia day, like on the station. Like I'm just gonna bring up. <laughs> I, I had this actually yesterday. Sorry, I guess I already shot. I should have saved it. But I had all time scoring list against the Buffalo Bills, kind of playing off Adam Venatieri, who retired as the all time leading scorer in the NFL. He's fourth, by the way, against the Bills. All time. Only fourth. There are three ahead of him. I don't remember the names off the top of my head. I think George Blanda maybe would have been one of them. I mean, they all got to be kickers, right? They were all kickers. The first guy that wasn't a kicker was Gronkowski, who I think was in the 20s. Active leaders, it goes Gronkowski and then Melvin Gordon among those that are not kickers. Oh, you mean the 20s on the list. I was like, there is no way Rob Gronkowski only scored 20-some points against the Bills. No, his number is in the 70s or 80s. He scored like 12 touchdowns against the Bills. Uh, Melvin Gordon is second among active players. doesn't include kickers. And I think a lot of that, that was interesting to me because he has six touchdowns in three games. I think part of the reason I don't remember it is – I think he had three touchdowns in the Peterman game, mm. which no one remembers anything about that game other than the Peterman interceptions. So Melvin Gordon, I think, had three touchdowns there, and no one remembers it. Anyway, where was I? Uh, yeah, tomorrow we'll might just do some trivia 
and we'll do some silly stuff. Although, I mean, we did appetizer rankings on a Wednesday, so you never know what you're going to get with us. Uh, Joe DiBiase, Brendan Keeney here on the Nightcap. Oh, this would be a good call-in show. 803-0550 is the phone number. I'm getting responses on Twitter, so um, we have a lot to go on there. But if you missed it, the Pittsburgh Pirates had arguably the worst executed play I've ever seen in baseball, and I think you could argue ever in sports. How did you find out about this play, by the way? Did someone come up to you and say, did you see the Pirates play? No, I saw, it, I saw it on Twitter. It was it was tweeted by someone, and my first reaction was, this could be the worst <laughs> offensive play in the history of baseball. What is the first baseman doing? He Does he know all he's got to do is touch the bag? The whole way down. Like, the guy's only got one place to run. You could just stand there and wait for him. And very nonchalant, too. It's, the first baseman, I don't know the name of the guy, but he is the star of the show. Um, <laughs> Doesn't but, step on the bag. Chases uh, Baez down the back towards home plate, which I don't, think, I don't think I've ever seen that before. No, me neither. Why does he stop in the first place? I was surprised by that. I mean, Bias? Yeah. Why does what? What's the point? Well, because he. Well, he's doing because he was about to get tagged. So right. maybe, maybe I could get something to happen. Was probably his thinking, and he did. But I wonder all if he was the thinking. first baseman had to do was touch the bag, but he doesn't. So okay, he chases him down towards home plate, and then I think what his thought process was. I'm not sure if he realized there were two outs or if he did know there were two outs. If he kind of panicked when he saw the runner round thir- third base and come home, and he thought to himself, oh my goodness, if he scores, mm-hmm. then that run's going to count, which it wouldn't. Right. And then throws it to home plate, misses it, <laughs> then the catcher, and then I think my favorite part of the whole thing is all the catcher had to do was make a good throw back to first base, well, and none of it would have mattered. Man, it's a, it's a, the second baseman, though, is not there. True. Now, no one was backing up first base, but why would you? <laughs> I don't I don't know that it even is the second baseman's cuz one thing I I noticed in this video, the Pirates assumed that the inning was over. I think we don't see them in the in the broadcast feed, but I think the other Pirates think the inning's over cuz they're assuming this guy's about to be out and it's the third out and we're good. Because when you when you pause it as the catcher is making the throw, the guy running to first from the Pirates he is coming from almost like just above the mound. Like he is not coming from second. He is coming from like third base. Which means to me he was walking off the field and the catcher has got to almost throw it on the run like a quarterback to a receiver in stride. So, yeah, you're right though. The catcher just got to make the throw and then what we figured out with Shopin the Bulldog is that the force out at first would have negated oh, the run. 100%. Doesn't matter when it happened. Doesn't does not matter. It was a so, force out regardless. I mean, it's one of the worst plays I've ever seen. And also Baez ended up on second. I know, right. Of course. Cuz the throw was bad enough where he was able there's, to There's so many good moments. Get to first and then advance a base. The guy who's at second is so nonchalant about catching the ball and the then tagging him. The first baseman is, the uh, catcher yeah. is, everyone is. I, Maybe it's just It's a special kind oh. of dumb that takes it takes for to have a play be executed this poorly. It's it's one of the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, that led me to think like, all right, what's the worst one in sports history? What's the worst one? And I think for us, what's the worst one in Bills history? What's the worst one in Sabers history? And I don't really want this just to be the worst play in team history because I think then that question becomes pretty easy. The worst play in Sabers history, 
I mean, don't you got to get to no goal? But that's not the same thing. Right. That's not the worst executed play. Not that's the, not, not by the, worst the Sabres. Moment. Right. Yeah. It's not the worst moment. It's the worst play. It's not right. by the Sabres. And for the Bills, you know, Music City Miracle. You could argue more so that that's a, one of the worst plays in team history because you let a kickoff score in that moment, but you have to play the moment into it. Because otherwise, it really is just kind of a, a kick return that gets brought back for a touchdown. But... What's the worst executed play in Bill's history? We had some good responses already on Twitter. The Leotis McKelvin fumble on Monday Night Football. That, again, that's good, but we're trying to avoid the moment playing into it. But I think it's going to be hard to avoid that avoid that altogether. No, I think that's good because literally all he had to do was was take Okay, a so you, you think the situation actually it would be, does play into that? I do, because one it would be one thing if he caught it at the 5 mm-hmm. and then brought it out and he fumbled. Okay, it happens. But he was a couple yards deep in the end zone and decided to bring it out, leading to the fumble. Yep. <laughs> I I think a good recommendation that might be my favorite for at least the Bills so far is a play that maybe many won't remember, but because it's, it's in a game that's not all that memorable. It's the 2016 finale. I believe both the Bills and the Jets are, well, yeah, both the Bills and the Jets would have been out of the playoff race. And EJ Manuel plays this game. This is the game Tyrod gets benched for, or he gets, uh, he backs up. And I feel like I remember there might have been something to that. Like, why was he getting, was he getting benched? It's EJ's game. It's the, it's the Cardell Jones game, as I remember it. Cardell Jones comes on at some point for Manuel and really his only NFL action ever. So, or at least for the Bills. That game featured a kickoff that the Jets had in the second half. The ball lands at about the 15, and the Bills just back away from it. They let it roll into the end zone as though it's a punt, and it's going to be a touchdown. And I think the main... uh, As if it's going to be a touchback. Right, exactly. Yeah. And the, the main culprit here is former Bills running back Mike Gillisley. He's the guy standing over the football. They let the ball run, go into the end zone. The Jets even hesitate. Like, what, what, what's happening? And then, very quickly, the Jets pounce on the ball for a touchdown. And it led to the whoever the play-by-play guy is at the time yelling, what are the Bills doing? <laughs> and that that is, I mean, it's hard to beat a play for this when the, the, the broadcaster uh, yells, what are the Bills doing? We had to be at wit's end with that, too. I mean, well, that was 2016. That was right before... They broke the the drought. This is this is the Anthony Lynn game too. You can remember it that way. It's the only game he coaches okay. for the Bills. Um, I was gonna say it's Rex, but it's not even Rex. Rex is gone. So, you no, know, right? We're we're done with that season. Like we're yeah. we're probably I'm probably watching that game. I don't remember the moment, but I I probably do. Laughing. I absolutely remember watching laughing because I didn't yeah. care anymore. Right? Exactly. Other than it being embarrassing to the organization, I didn't care. I I wonder if that's what the Pirates are like today, because the Pirates are terrible. Right. They, right? They, don't, they have no shot of making the playoffs. Okay, so maybe it's along the same lines as like that Bills moment. like, And that's why... That's what the sense I'm getting from Pittsburgh okay. Twitter, is that it's... And it's, it's like, oh my God. What makes yeah. it worse, though, is that the Penguins got eliminated last night. So mm-hmm. the last 24 hours for Pirates, or uh, Pittsburgh fans, I should say, haven't exactly been the most kind. Yep. Um, other Bills nominations that I've seen so far 
We had the EJ Manuel pick six to JJ Watt, but there's nothing really that he, he made a good play too. Yeah, Watt makes a good play. It's a boneheaded mistake sure. by EJ Manuel, huh. no doubt. And yeah. it deserves mention here. But I don't think it's number one. Um I don't see a lot of great Saber ones. The the I, Saber it's tough with the it's tough with the NHL because everything's kind of random in the NHL. You yeah. know, it's not like you have set plays or can slow the game down enough to make a play like what we witnessed. Yep. With the Pirates. But the the one that came to mind in tell me if preseason counts. Mm-hmm. But do you remember Matt Sims in 2015 throwing the ball backwards <laughs> while getting sacked? It's such a good. That was the first one. one that came to my mind. I can't believe nobody else has, has chimed in with that because that is just so good. absolutely atrocious. He just is getting spun around and he, he launches the ball 20 yards the other direction backwards. <laughs> Right, just that no, and, and like I feel like I remember Rex with his hands on his head. Oh, so that's a good one. Hockey, you're right. It's tough to find it because of the randomness in the sport. This is not a Sabers one. Hockey's easy answer though is Patrick Stefan in 2007. A hundred. Oh, when he is yes. skating in for an empty net goal, and it's the moment too. There's seven to ten seconds left in this game, and the puck he falls. He's skating in nice and easy. We're gonna just lay it in the empty net, and then he falls. And the Oilers run down the other way, and they tie the game with, like, three seconds to go. One of the most improbable wins I've ever seen. But the thing about the Stefan goal, and I feel really bad for him because the puck clearly jumps over its his stick. It's not like he just whiffed on a clean sheet of ice. Like, the puck yeah. clearly jumps over his stick, and then, of course, he falls, which makes it worse. And then the worst part about it is that Hemsky, Alesh mm. Hemsky, absolutely undresses what would have been Turco at the time? Uh, yeah, I think so. And for the for the tying goal. I believe Dallas won that game. In overtime. In right? overtime. But, but nobody remembers. But nobody remembers that. <laughs> nobody remembers that. Just an incredible sequence. I need to find video. Uh, Brad of... Marchand overskated the puck at center ice for a shootout. That was yep. great. And that it was especially great because who likes that guy? Yeah. I, I need to find the Matt Sims video. I'm surprised I have not been able to track Just, it. I, so I've, been, I've watched it on repeat. I've probably okay. watched it like 10 to 15 times today. Okay. So we'll we'll get that uh, retweeted on, uh, on on both of our accounts here. Uh, 803-0550. What's the worst? You can give us either one. You can give us the worst Buffalo executed play in sports history or league-wide if you have a different nomination that you think is worse than this insanely terrible Pirates play from today in Pittsburgh. Uh, let's start with Edward. You're on the nightcap. What's up, Edward? Uh, how you doing, guys? I am thinking about a play. I think Drew Bledsoe was our quarterback, and he was throwing a screen pass, and he got picked six by Deion Sanders. And it ultimately ended up being a Burger King commercial where the King pick sixed us. Oh, so I don't know if you guys remember that play. I remember the commercial. I don't remember the play itself. Brennan, do you remember this? I don't. Sure do you remember what year it was? You said it was Bledsoe, so it was like the early 2000s? Oh, yeah, for sure. I- I'm pretty sure Bledsoe was the quarterback, so just a little drop back and a little sling out to the left and... There comes the king taking it all the way. Yeah, Edward, thanks for the call, man, because this is a good one. Um, Because we weren't going to be able to pull this out, I don't think. We were, I mean, our age is showing here. We were pretty young, seven or eight. Um, Look up Burger King Dion. That that's I don't have I couldn't find at least doing a quick search um, the actual play itself Sanders on the Ravens by the way end of his career so it's not Sanders but you can see it's against the Ravens and you can see the pass the only difference is in the video that it it is literally the Burger King that yeah. has it picked I off see the ball it now. yep I do he remember is this running in the other direction being chased by Josh Josh Reed, Reed. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, that you know what? That's a good nomination. It's pretty bad when the play is so bad that it literally gets taken as yeah. made as a commercial, and you are now being laughed at like five times per game. In Absolutely, every and that and that what brings a whole element into this is like how far on the national stage it goes. So something like that even adds to the embarrassment, right? So like I that was a great call. I. I do remember this now. <laughs> Unbelievable. I remember the commercial. It's not my favorite Burger King commercial for this, though, because I liked the Randy Moss one. Okay. Because that play is – I've always loved that play by Randy Moss. When he catches it at, like, the 10 and he laterals it backwards, like a – it's like a Hail Mary and lateral. Was it to Welker? Uh, I don't remember who it was to. Minnesota. I think it oh, might he have been, was in Minnesota. Yeah, it might have been to a play. I, I think it was to a player that I don't Because I don't he did that to the Bills in when he was with New England. Right. He he caught the ball and then lateraled 07? it back to Welker, I believe. Oh seven. And then they got it. Yeah. And then they got another like twenty yards or so. Yeah, of course they did. Um, yeah. All right. Let's try Rich. You are on the nightcap. Worst play. What do you got? Oh hey, uh, it's, it's it's Mitch with an M. <laughs> oh, sorry about the Mitch. Go ahead. Is it, um and all right. So I got a nominee for the Sabers. It's uh it was I think it was when the Vander Kane was still here. It was against the Sharks. I'm not sure how embarrassing it is, but it's really iconic. It's the one where all the Sabres, like it's three forwards or three players all lined up right in a row, yeah. like doing uh, yeah. the luge right, right, right behind the, the, yeah. go, the Sharks goalies net all up in a line. Rich, thank you for, for this, this suggestion. I you know, were hunting for a Sabre one, and this is good. I know exactly what he's talking this about. This has become a meme. The most popular. It might be the number one meme on Sabres Twitter. It was like it how, the, how the Sabres defend, and it was just three Sabres all in a it was It almost looks unreal, right? Doesn't it almost look Photoshopped? No, it does look Photoshopped. It looks like the same player, like just three times in a row, like mirrored. That was it a great suggestion even. because, once yeah. again, if it gets taken national, if it gets taken, if it goes viral on social media, which it's done a couple of times because when any whenever anyone brings up bad defense in the NHL, it's one of the first things... That yeah. you'll see. Do you know? Could you think you could name the three players? Oh, I'm looking at not it right a now. There's no chance. Not a chance. All right, so I have the numbers. 57. So that's got to be Myers. It's got to be Myers. Okay. They haven't had actually. Someone wore 57 at the end of this season, and it was the first guy to do it since Myers. So it had to have been Myers. Um, I don't even know who the guy who wore 57 this year was. Oh, um, big forward. Big forward. Why am I trying to think of Saber big players? Big forward. The uh, not Hagel. Brown. There's there's somebody, giant saber forward rookie got a debut. Uh, that, beside the point, Myers is in Hudson here. Hudson Fashing. No, um, <laughs> twenty six. I'm guessing that's Molson. Okay. And twenty, which I think is Talinder in the return. He comes back and wears twenty because Came Earhart back in War twenty has ten. Wow. So I think, I think the three guys in the meme are Myers, <laughs> Molson, and Niedermeyer. I thought. Pretty bad. I thought you said Talinder or Talinder. Sorry. Okay. Niedermeyer was also twenty. So that's. But that was yeah. that would have been after his time. Yeah. Here. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Good one for the Sabers. It has me thinking of another one. I'm not going to say it here, just in case somebody else on the on the phone lines here has it. Um, but I got another good Sabers one that if we don't get to it in one of these next calls, I'll get to it next. Uh, let's go to Quinn. You are on the nightcap. What's up, Quinn? Hey guys. Uh, so it's not one single play, but just hearing that question, I, you know, I, it's hard not to think about uh, Nate Peterman in uh, mm-hmm. in the playoff game a couple of years ago. 
uh, throwing like 15 picks. So I, I know it's not now, one single play, but right when I heard that question, yeah. I immediately thought of that that whole sequence throughout that game, which I, was absolutely insane. I'm assuming you mean the Charger game in the regular season where he throows five where he picks. Where threw five or, in one half? Or oh, do you okay. mean the, uh, yeah. the interception against the Jaguars that ended their season? Because he also did No, that. it was the one where he set a record for the amount of yeah. picks. I okay. think it was the one you were talking about. So that was Chargers. Was that was like out. mid-season, yep. Okay, yeah, that was just insane. So hey, I, that's the first thing that came to mind in my head. Thanks for the call, Quinn. I mean, if we were going to do worst games in, in Buffalo sports history for any individual, that might have to be number one. How so about it's worst, good that you bring it up. Does worst decision count as worst play? Maybe. Because he, he had, because remember, he listen, came in for Tyrod, and that was hotly yeah. you know controversial. What? He would have had a pick in there that might have been a part of this conversation if he didn't have four others around it right. that would make us forget about the play itself other than just he threw five picks. Because there's one where he's he's got a guy coming down on him from the Chargers defense that is blitzing. And it's like he it's like Peterman closes his eyes and he throws it straight up in the air and there's no receiver within 30 yards. It's I, just a punt. To I the felt safety. bad for him to start because the first pick I believe he threw actually hit DeMarco in the hands and then was picked off by the Chargers and then taken the other way. So I felt right. really bad for him. I was like, really? This kid's coming in. He made a couple of nice throws to begin. I remember one down the seam to, to Benjamin, and then that whole drive got shut down because DeMarco couldn't hold on to the ball. But then I can't I can't defend him when you throw four more picks in, in right. the same half. I was laughing hysterically because I was on a campaign. I was on the warpath that whole week leading in. I was so upset. I was. I thought it was so dumb to bench Tyrod in the middle of a playoff run for a fifth-round guy who didn't even look that good in the preseason. I was blown away. So I was just laughing the whole time. I'm like, they just cost themselves the playoffs for this. That was my thought, too, And they, is that they um, cost themselves the playoffs. They almost did. <laughs> they they should have. They were a Dalton miracle away from missing the playoffs, because not all because, because who knows. With Tyrod, Tyrod played the second half, although I, it was from behind. Ironically, they, they tied with the Chargers. The reason they got in was because it was a three-way tie with the Chargers and yeah. the Ravens, right? I will, I will always remember there was a, a tweet from right after the Bills made the playoffs from one of the Chargers beat reporters. And it was Eric, him saying that in the hall, outside the Chargers locker room after the game, Eric Weddle was just walking up and down the Chargers tunnel, just stewing. And he was just walking up and down, shaking his head, murmuring to himself, the Bills, the Bills, we beat them by 50. The Bills. <laughs> like, just the Chargers were You not will never happy. get an apology from me for making no. the playoffs that year. No, it, yeah. All right, uh, we've got more people on hold. Matt, Jonathan, Jeff, stay there. We'll get to you right after the break because we've got a lot of good ones coming in. Uh, Jeremy White chiming in on Twitter with it. at least four of the five worst Bills plays ever are Marone punts. Uh, and I think I think decision-wise. Oh, new, I just yeah. thought of one because you just said punt. Okay, save it. Because I've, I've got a Sabres one to get to. You've got one that's punt-related, and we've got a bunch of calls to get to. So we'll keep doing it when we come back. The worst play by the Bills or Sabres ever. Stay tuned here on the Nightcap. Joe DiBiase and Brendan Keeney here on WGR. Welcome back to the Nightcap. Joe DiBiase, Brendan Keeney here on WGR. What is the worst 
play in Buffalo sports history. The worst executed play is a better way to say it. We've got a ton of great suggestions. There's a ton of great Twitter suggestions from in the break. I can't wait to get to my new number one. Jeremy's got another good one. I, I want to get to some calls first, though, before we give them away. Brennan's got a punt one. I've got a Sabre one and my new number one favorite. So we've got a bunch of nominations here. We, we might have a, have a bracket or something. It's not March, though, so it's not really trendy to do that. Who has a bracket in, on May 27th? You want a bracket? Well, I'll, actually, I'll print hockey. you a bracket. I was going to say hockey actually does that. So, Toronto, by the way, and Montreal are underway two minutes to go in the first period. Montreal's leading the game 2 to nothing. Toronto has not won a playoff series in 17 years. There's only one team in the league that has a longer drought of winning a playoff series. Do you know what it is? We're going to get your calls in a second, by the way. Florida? Florida. 1996. It's the only season they've ever won a playoff series. They went to the Stanley Cup final and got smoked by Colorado. Um, the worst play in Bills or Sabres history. Let's start with Jonathan. You are you are on the nightcap. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, Joe. Hey, Brennan. Um, I, this is a um, – I don't know if this is the one you were thinking of. So, um, I initially called in for the San Jose one, but someone beat me to it. So the one I'm thinking of was earlier earlier this year, the 3-0 where they completely missed the net. So – I'll put up, I think that's a good nomination for worst oh. play. Um, when was this? This year? Around, what? This year they missed the 3 on 0? Yeah, I think so. They missed the 3 on 0 this year. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then what was your other one? Browns? Uh, well, I know it's not Buffalo, it's not Buffalo sports, but Buffalo. Um, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, that might be the worst ever. Yeah, man. that That's pretty good for the worst ever in sports. Um, I like there's there's a Giants play. It's maybe it's not number one, but it's my favorite. There's a Giants play from 2000. It was a Friday night game, and the Jaguars are down 13 to nine. I'm sure it was a barn burner. It's a Jaguars quarterback I've never seen in my life. They're playing the Giants. It's 13 to nine with 20 seconds to go, and it's fourth down. And the Jaguars quarterback throws an interception at the goal line. Yep. I know what you're talking about. The the Giants corner starts to bring the ball out, and his own linebacker tackles him yep. <laughs> to try to get him to the ground to end the game so that he doesn't get tackled and fumble. And what ends up happening is the Giants linebacker hits him so hard and hits the ball that the ball comes flying out right into a Jaguar's hands, and they score a touchdown to win the game. That is my favorite. It's so funny. It's so bad. Plus, it's the Giants, who I just hate. Yeah. And I just, oh, the Giants. I know exactly what you're they, talking about. Fantastic. So good. So there are a lot of good ones across sports, but we got a lot of good ones in Buffalo sports. Um, we'll keep going with those. We'll get to ours in a second, but let's keep rolling on calls. Matt, you're next on the nightcap. What's up, Matt? Um, so it says, hey, guys, so this is actually one for the Sabres. I want to say it was probably four or five years ago. The Blackhawks were in town. They had a penalty. They pulled the go- or they got They were going to go on a power play. They pulled the goalie. And then they ended up scoring on their own. I want to say it was like Patrick Kane, like pass the back and it bounced off both boards and went straight into the net. It was the funniest thing I think I can remember that season. Yeah, that's even ha- been like Eichel Tank here. Yeah, that's happened a couple times where uh, the the delayed penalty, he passed back and it goes into the net. But I I specifically remember Kane doing it. Yeah, 
I th- that's that that's hard to beat that in hockey. I think the Patrick Stefan one does beat it, but again, hockey's not a sport where you really have a ton of these because it's so fast that it's like a lot is easily forgiven. Didn't Jason throw- Pominville stopped his own shot at the goal line? Once. Yeah, that was brutal. But it's like, well, it's a follow through. It's a quick sport. Yeah. Like you would never put that number one. It wasn't boneheaded. It was just kind of bad luck. Exactly. But uh, didn't Bro- if I'm not mistaken, didn't Brodeur get credit for a goal? Because he saved it, and then the puck went down. So. They, they sent the puck the length of the ice, and it went into the empty net on the delayed penalty. That's, I believe yeah. Berdour got credit for a goal he, like that. He has, I think, three goals. I think at least one of them was like that. The Sabres' only goal by a goalie ever, Mika Nornan, was that. Mika Nornan made a, a blocker save, and then the whoever the opposing team was put the puck in their own net, their own empty net. Um, so that happens, too. Um, all right, let's before we get to another call, let's hear your your punt uh, suggestion. My the, the punt the worst punt that stands out in my mind was the game against the Dolphins where Tyrod went absolutely off. He went 26 of 39 for 329 yards, three touchdowns. The Bills were down ah, a couple yes. touchdowns, came back and Jay Ajayi ran for 7 miles or something like that. <laughs> he ran for 206 yards. Yep. And the Bills were in overtime with an offense that was humming that day and decided to punt on like a fourth and two from midfield. And then the next play right. from scrimmage was like an Ajayi, like 50 yard run. Yeah. And that was with, pretty much with the 10 end. men on the field. That's right. They had 10 men on the field. I remember because I used to use that point in my the first year or two. I was not a Sean McDermott fan. I was not a fan of what the Bills had been doing. And a lot of it was. You were still running the football. You were still building up a defense, and you were putting the slowest receivers I've ever seen on the field. And one point I used to make was, hey, we all used to blame Rex Ryan and make fun of Rex Ryan for having 10 men on the field. The Bills against the Falcons in a win, and the most important play of that game had 10 men on the field. So that I thought that's where you were going with that for Rex having 10 guys on the field, but the punt, that's one of the worst decisions in Bills history. I mean, just calm. They were still technically. They were in the hunt, but they were still technically in. Well, they they ended it with that decision. Correct. Like it was over. They were it's, still uh, in the hunt, fireball. and they ended their own season. Is that his in, last game? No, it's no, the prior season. No, yeah, it's it the prior season. But he, one of the worst lines of thinking. So they asked, uh, it came from the media. The question after the game to Rex was, "Why did you?" make this decision and his answer was i trusted our guys yeah he. that doesn't okay but you're not trusting your offense not miss him you're not (laughs) trusting your offense that is steamrolling the dolphins defense i never understood that answer i always man good thing i'm not like a beat reporter day to day with some of these coaches because i would be like okay well what about your offense you, wait Why would you, you not trust your offense? If you're going for it on fourth down, aren't you saying, well, I trust my offense to get the yards, and if they don't get it, I trust my defense to make a stop on a short field? Right. Really, by punting, you say you don't trust either side of your of your football. You trust your special teams. How much time was left uh, in that, coaches. by the way? Was it like four minutes Four minutes left in overtime? Yeah, there wasn't a It was something very, like, it was to the a chances point, were small that they were going to get the ball back right. and then score. You pretty much knew you weren't getting it back, and that's why it was so stupid. Um, I have a good play. A great play that a caller, Buzz, chimed in with. Uh, He's not on the line anymore. Um, I don't know if our connection dropped or his did, but he suggested, I think, what my new number one is. And maybe it's because of the guy itself. But I I feel like this guy deserves to have the worst play in Bill's history. The most boneheaded play. The worst executed play. Bill's Bears, 2018. 
Allen's rookie season. Allen gets hurt in the Houston game. Then Derek Anderson comes in. Derek Anderson gets hurt, and we get a Nathan Peterman start against the Chicago Bears. Kind of a forgettable game. But there's one moment that I will never forget. It is like two seconds before halftime. The Bills are down. And they are on like the 45-yard line. Like 55 yards. Like they can get the ball to the end zone. And that's what they call. They call a Hail Mary. With zero zeros on the clock, they call a Hail Mary to put the ball in the end zone. Peterman drops back to pass. And this bleeping guy takes off running. <laughs> 55 yards and 10 bears to run through. Nathan Peterman takes off running. And he just realizes once he gets to the Bears, what, 35-yard line? He's not even close (laughs) before he realizes, oh, this was dumb. I'm going nowhere. I might as well just duck out of bounds. The the half ends. His tenure here was an absolute treasure. It It was. was, It's honestly, it was was the gift that keeps on giving. That play itself was, to me, the, the poster child for me of what Peterman was as a Bills quarterback. The guy didn't think when he was on the field. His mind was just blank. See, the poster child play from Peterman for me is the one that Allen started and got hurt in. Then Peterman had to come in, and he threw a pick six to end the game. Wow. You you remember that, right? Jalen Ramsey. They were... No, it's, oh it's no, no, no! We're talking Texans. Yeah, right. No, it was in Houston after the he, Bills played yeah. pretty well, yep. and that would have pulled them to five. That so, would have pulled them to three and three. Yeah. The funny story about that play is that's my first year as the the Bills Network game day producer, and when you're the Bills Network game day producer, you hear the call before it goes out on the TV. It's maybe the worst job for a Bills fan because you're hearing. Well, not the worst. It's pretty. You know. You're getting paid to cover the Bills. <laughs> yeah. But you are watching the game eight seconds after you know what happens. And I try to do a very good job, especially with Mike and Chris are in the other room, to not give away what happens. Not to make a lot of facial expressions, not a lot to j- like jump up and, and cheer or whatever. Try to keep it calm. And in that moment, I heard the play. And just as I heard the play, Mike in the, in the, in the studio says... This is gonna watch. This is gonna be a pick, like kind of jokingly, and I must have just like widened my eyes or something. I gave it away a little bit. It's the only play I think I've given away to this point. I like I didn't even do much. I like widened my eyes, like or I squinted, or like I gave it away. Like, yep, this is it. You <laughs> called it. He literally threw an interception. Uh, that this was guy did it. Just the worst. <sighs> Peterman, always fun to bring him back up. That's what I'm saying. I feel bad for him. I don't. <laughs> He's getting paid. He's still getting paid to play football. I know, but he he will be remembered as just a punchline. As would you rather should. not be remembered, or would you rather yeah, be remembered as a punchline? It's, it's like the Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. But you do remember me. I, I'll put it on the poll on our on you our, have heard on our of Twitter. Me. <laughs> uh, would you rather not be remembered or be remembered as a as a as a joke or be remembered as like the worst at what you did? Um, all right, let's take one more call. We'll take a break and any final suggestions. Uh, any good? Oh, I have a good Sabres one that I haven't got to yet. So that'll be at least one that we get to in the next segment. But let's go to Danny here on the nightcap. Danny, you are on WGR. What's up? Uh, yeah. Um, what about Lonnie Johnson? Lonnie Johnson. Do you know this play, he, Brendan? He, yeah, he went back. Um, it was like a punt. And it hit him? And 
Yeah, and he would like didn't have any idea where the ball was or what was going on. Brian, and you, you've got to watch this play. He, oh, I saw the play. You know this. Play. I, I know this yeah. play. It hit him, and then it turned into uh, the Packers recovered in the end zone. The no. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think I think that was it. Yeah, it's like the funniest. You just gotta watch it once, and you'll say. Listen, it beats pretty much Peter's, Peterman. Danny, thank you, thank you for the call. This is maybe the the, the my the funniest play in Bill's history. I don't want to make fo- too much fun of it because it is a guy just getting destroyed. But was it Sharper? Darren Sharper. Lonnie, I'm so glad this got brought up because it was not anywhere on my mind that this play uh, would qualify for this. But it, it it definitely, I think, should. It's a fake punt that Lonnie Johnson catches, and <laughs> yeah. he is turned around. He yeah. thinks he's gone. He forgets about the punt returner. Freeze frame in at the 30-yard line. Lonnie Johnson is looking behind him. And into the picture roars in the punt returner, and he is about to blow Lonnie Johnson to smithereens. And he does. And then, of course, the camera just, like, pans away, and he's just... That's a bad one. He thought he was in the clear and then just got he roasted. Was not. Wow. It's such. It's it shouldn't be funny, but nah, I'm sorry. It, it made me laugh. All right, eight hundred three. That's a good call. I eight, like that one. Eight hundred three five fifty is the phone number. Thanks for the call, Danny. Any last calls? Last thoughts on what the worst play in Buffalo sports history is, or if you got a thought on the worst play in sports history, either uh, feel free to throw us that too. I've got one more Sabers one to get to. Uh, When we come back, it's fairly recent, and you'll know it when we come back here on the Nightcap on WGR. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I've ever seen. Explode on an individual run. Explode in the game as Moore with a fake punt hits Lonnie. A nomination by caller Dan in the last segment for the worst play in Bills or Sabres history. I like this one because it's more kind of like the Pirates play from today, which kind of brought on this conversation in general. You're just not thinking. Lonnie Johnson is looking around. You are on an NFL football field. Make sure there isn't someone roaring down the train tracks to hit you straight ahead. Whew. You find the video of that. It's jarring at uh, my Twitter, Sneaky Joe Sports. One more call. 
I love that suggestion. Me too. It's a good one because it's also one that I, no one else has suggested. Not, yeah. Not I even on Twitter. Haven't seen it. Um, let's go to Jack and Kenmore, and then I'll do my last one on the Sabres. Uh, worst play in either Buffalo sports history or sports history. Jack, you're on the nightcap. What's up, man? Hey, now. How are you? Uh, pretty good, guys. First time, long time. Thanks for calling so, in. I don't think it's – I don't know if this is the worst play in Bill's history because I'm not that old. But the worst play I can remember, Monday Night Football 2009, Bills versus Patriots, Lewis McCalvin fumbles the ball, coming out of the end zone, taking off the kickoff, cost the Bills the game. Yeah, that's a good I one. I thought that was the worst one. Okay, that, that's, that might be the most popular one. There might be a poll to come of this at some point. Uh, and I wonder if that one might win just because of the spot it's in. And, like, I was crushed after that game. That like, was, to that point, I think that was the worst because I was still really too young for Music City Miracle. Me too. Me too. But that was one of the most crushing sports moments I had I had witnessed to that point. Yeah, same. All right, I've got, thank you for the call, uh, Jack. I've got one more Sabres one that's fairly recent that I think somebody recommended on Twitter. Um, Ristolainen against the Ghost. Oh, when he fell into when the boards. he fell into the boards, <laughs> and you don't see anything happening in front of him because the long the near side boards, which makes it funnier, and the screenshots like there's a lot you could do with that. Ristolainen yep. just falling backwards, stick up in the air, like yeah, pretty good. If you don't know that one, um. I'll find that and retweet uh, it too because that's that's also a really good one. We had a lot of good nominations. Maybe there's something to come on the website out of this, but I gotta track down some media and some visual aids um, for people because you wanna you wanna be able to see these plays. So, what's your gut feeling right now? Worst play in Buffalo sports history? Not worst play, most boneheaded play. Worst is that where worst, we're going? Is worst, that what the, the like, adjective we're using I still to describe like, it? I still like worst executed play. Worst executed play. All right. What, so Man, I love my I, favorite is the Lonnie Johnson one, but no, my well my favorite. You know what? Recency bias. I'm just I'm watching it over and over and like laughing, but I shouldn't be laughing. Um, I I like the Peterman one, but I feel like I can't pick it. It's, it's which just, Peterman? Which Peterman one? The the, the, the Chicago the, Hail Mary the, run. The Hail Mary run. Okay, because it's just like it's a week seven game against the Bears in a season where you stunk. Like I'm cares? sticking, some, I'm some sticking level, with cares? McKelvin. You're sticking with McKelvin? I gotta stick with McKelvin. I mean, all you had to do was take a knee. Yeah. Amazingly. I you know what? I'll go with Peterman, but I'm not I'm not committed to sticking to it as my number one. Um we made it through a whole show. You know what play never got mentioned? What's that? Scott Norwood. That's not a bonehead I know it's not. play. I know it's not, but I thought someone still would. Just on the, I the saw phrase on worst play in Oh, you did? Okay. I saw it on but like I didn't – no one called in and it didn't get like a ton – you know, like – If it was just straight worst play in Bill's history and you included like the spot and like the result and like what the moment was. Yeah, it'd be the, wor- probably it's the worst one. moment it's in Buffalo sports history. It right. has to be. I but was, yeah. it's not a boneheaded play. I mean, the guy the guy just missed a field goal. Yeah, in, in an era where 47 yards was pretty big. Um, all right, McKelvin fumble, probably the most popular. The Lonnie Johnson play. Uh, someone re- sent me a Lossman fumble that looks – hilarious um yeah there's a lot of good ones so thanks everybody for participating throughout uh, tonight's show a lot of good calls i am on for one bills live tomorrow from 12 to 3 so this could be something that we potentially 
revisit. Although we've gone through a lot of good stuff. Um, so we'll see if we can add to this list uh, tomorrow. So I'll be back tomorrow at noon. And we'll be back next week. So come back for that. Um, I'll be on 12 to 3 again, filling in for One Bills Live. Greg Tomset among, among my guests from Cover One. We'll talk Bills. Project the 53-man roster a little bit at certain positions, wide receiver, defensive end. There's some stacked Bills positions that we'll talk about. So until then, thanks everybody for listening. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. If we don't talk again, this has been the Nightcap here on WGR. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.